What's Up Whittier. Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Here are the notes of our community cork board filled with this week's events. Hey guys, producer Christine here. Just want to keep you updated on some community cork board announcements in our little town of Whittier. First up, we have the Brain Games Club every Thursday starting at 4 p.m. Whittier Public Library hosts the Brain Games Club. It's a great opportunity to have kids ages 6 to 12 socialize and engage in crafts, games, and activities together, utilizing science, technology, engineering, art, and math skills. Head on over to the Whittier Public Library located at 7344 Washington Avenue in Uptown Whittier. If you have any other questions, please call the library at 562-567-9900. And every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Whittier Farmer's Market on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright, Get out there, get your produce, get your food, and enjoy the weekend. On Saturday, April 15th, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., we have Art for All, celebrating the vivid spectrum of creativity with Casita del Pueblo at 13100 Philadelphia Street in Uptown. It is open to all ages and all families are welcome to enjoy the art, music, refreshments, resource table, prizes, and more. All proceeds from the event will benefit the art stores and will promote autism awareness. On April 23rd and 24th, Rick's Drive-In and Out will be celebrating their 44th anniversary. Join the celebration, guys, because that weekend, all hamburgers, chili dogs, and chili fries are buy one, get one free. And if you don't know where Rick's is, oh my gosh, where have you been? I believe it's on the corner of Penn and Greenleaf, but you know, if you just drive around uptown, you'll see it, right? All right, guys, it looks like that's all I have for you this week. If you want us to feature something in the community corkboard, just remember to tag us on Instagram, check out our Facebook, or send us an email at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com. Again, our handles for all that is whatsupwhittier, except on Twitter. We are whatsup562. And also, if you like this podcast and think other Whittier Townies would enjoy it as well, recommend it to them. If you have a friend who has never heard of Whittier you should totally recommend the show. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for the year and we'd love for the whole community to join us. So don't forget to subscribe or else you'll miss out. All right, enjoy this episode. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, Whittier? What up, Whittier? Today we're back with a special guest. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Jesse, say it. So, so today we have a special guest. Okay. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> today we have Amanda Alvarado with the Little Shed in Uptown. Yes. Say hi. Hi, everybody. How's Hello. It go? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. It's a, it's a sunny day. It is. A very warm day. Sweating a little. And... Uh, and and she's sweating, and it's not because she's nervous. That she's sweating because we're literally in a little hot box here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in Jesse's magnifying glass. <laughs> I mean, it's cool when the sun sets and it's seventy degrees outside, but when it's hot, it's well, it not warm on a sunny here. day. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's when I come in in shorts and sandals. It's a little spicy. Yeah, it's a little spicy. Lydia from See that? from the museum, she gave me that spicy. You'll hear that. It's a little yeah. spicy. Spicy today. <laughs> it's a little spicy. Yeah. 
and she's not referring to you, Remo. It's, it's, a, it's a heat. Just the heat. Just the fun. So, Amanda, tell us about uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What is it? What is it that you do? And and uh, what's the little shit about? So I own the store. I manage it. My husband and I both own it, actually. And what we do, our focus when opening the store was really interior design. But we have a retail storefront, and we handpick all of our gifts. But everything that we bring in reflects really what we do, which is interior design. So that's really it in a nutshell, interior design, space and planning. And would it be for a house, for a building, for you know a room, or would it be everything? Everything. Oh, resident. So we do everything: residential, commercial, space planning in general. Yeah, we're getting into. We want to get more into commercial, but right now we've been doing a lot of residential. So, so where did this? Where did the the name come from? My sister-in-law. When we decided to open the store, I was excited. I told my whole family, "I'm like, oh my god, you know, we're gonna do this," and she kind of got a little scared, freaked out a little, and she's like, "Wait." Why don't you sell out of your little shed at home? Because we we live in uptown historic uh-huh, part, uh-huh. and our house has a little tiny shed. Uh-huh. And I said, you know what? Thank you for the name. We're gonna open up shop. I won't be selling out of the house, but <laughs> thank you for the name. Did she get uh, royalties or anything? No, she got a letter from my lawyer. Was season the season? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. I, eh, it's a nice name, you know. Yeah, it makes okay. sense, especially with the whole, whole like home, you know, decor and stuff like that. Definitely makes sense. I, I thought when you when I heard the name that you guys sell like great little um, what is it called radio wagons? Oh the yeah, the flyers. Ra- the radio yeah, flyers. so I, I don't know. When you said little shed, I was like, oh, does she sell like custom wagons or something? <laughs> like, so anyways. Well, <laughs> well you know, but I will say this though. I mean, the term shed, it's mm-hmm. the, it's a workspace. Mm-hmm. So at some point, and I mean, we'll talk about this later, but we want to start doing workshops in the store. So I want it to be a space where even if it's other designers or students can come in and look through the fabrics and if they're working on things, they'll have a space or an area to work in essentially like a little shed. Now, do you guys make your own pieces as well, or do you guys bring in when you said fabric? I'm just uh, we have accounts with with vendors, okay. so like higher end manufacturers, Fabricut, Schumacher. What else do we have? Um, Spec Ceramics. Yeah, but we don't. Personally, I wish I had the time to make things or mm-hmm. have things made for us, but we don't have the time yet. So it's other people that a lot of local artists, actually. Yeah. yeah. And what, so what kind of goods do you have in, in the store? Pillows, fabric, obviously, to make custom things. Custom, well, lamps, one-of-a-kind type of lamps, uh, ceramics, just decorative, anything that's decorative, candles, towels, anything that's home good related or yeah. things that you can get take to, like, a housewarming party. Yeah, so that type of gift. I have a perfect client for you. <laughs> this guy next door to me. Next door. Do you mean the mortgage company next no, door? No, you, man. Come on. Yeah. Talk about a ho- home warming gift. All right. mm-hmm. There you go, man. A pillow? No, no. just pull in <laughs> just there and buy, buy something. <laughs> but, but, but uh, um, I mean, you kind of gloss over the yep. stuff you, you have, but the 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 lamps, mm-hmm. they're industrial, custom-built lamps. And you're, you're right. They're all one of a kind. It's essentially assembled with industrial pipe, yeah. you know, old fixtures that kind of get repurposed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So talk about the 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 was it reuse reduce and close and close the loop and remo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. The forest. Yeah. Um, that's that's where you get those kind of lamps, right? You got the lamps, and then you got the um, what was the other piece I saw that you had in there? Uh, that you, something similar. It's um, the drum. What was that? The, oil, the chain drum. Yeah, yeah. So like stuff like that. Like you you talk about like stuff Repurpose. that you purpose. Yeah, that's laying around in your in your yard, you know. Upcycling. Upcycle. There yeah. you go. Upcycle. Well, that's a cool word. <laughs> yeah. Upcycle. See, um, we can learn something. Fire it was a spicy upcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Two words. Yeah. You learn something every day. Two things today. There you go. No, we so the gentleman that makes them, he his name's Joseph. If I don't know if you guys have met him or if you ever come to one of the art strolls, he's sometimes in there. Okay. So he sources all of the metal, he makes them, but he makes only or he uses only american metal or american car parts okay. or like that drum that's in there that's mm -hmm. in, that's turned into a little bar it actually came from hadley toe so it's just it's things that have like some sort of history to them yeah. everything has a little history to them but um but yeah anything that's like upcycled it's like an antique piece mm -hmm. that was just brought back to life it's never anything that I mean. Sometimes, yeah, it's things that are laying around that people don't see, but it's it's things that we specifically look for. Yeah, yeah. So, what are some of your maybe best sellers in the in the store from a retail standpoint? Candles, candles is number one, and then it's the cheese boards. What's a cheese board? Is so it the cutting board? Similar, yeah. But if you um, have you ever have you ever had like a cheese plate at a restaurant? Mm -hmm. Have you ever cut the cheese? I cut the cheese all <laughs> <laughs> earlier, like five minutes ago. It's a hot room, not too. With this heat. <laughs> <laughs> Only Remo. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. Sorry, guys. You, you, you called it, you dealt it. Is that what they say? Yes. Or oh, like, no. Okay, just kidding. Well, let's, carry let's, on. let's talk about a different yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cheese. So, do you have like, you mean like brie cheese yes. and gouda yes, and all the, exactly. okay. Like a brie board. Okay. So, they just come with all their, all their tools. They're really popular. And it's things that are sold at like Nordstrom and Bloomingdale's. So we've pulled a lot of their vendors and now we have them in, in store. Nice. Higher, just better made products. And you talked about partnering up with uh, William Sonoma, right? Yes. So now you offer some of that? Well, we have an account with them. Okay. So we're going to be pulling in a lot of, a lot of things are going to be changing in store. I know I've posted it on, on our stories, but we're going to bring in a little consultation area and within the next month, we're going to put up a lot of our pictures from our projects. We'll make like a, a gallery wall. Very cool. And, um, and yeah, just bring in higher end gifts, decorative decorative goods. So nice. William Sonoma is one of them. And they have several companies under them, like West Elm. I brought that up. A little bit more modern, industrial, but just different styles. Because even though the store is rustic, mm -hmm. we do everything. It's not just industrial. Correct. Or shabby chic. Now, other than the, the products, do you guys offer, like, consulting mm -hmm. services? You know, maybe talk about that and what, what yeah. that looks like. Well, we actually, speaking of realtors, we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Remote a realtor, follow me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I actually just had a realtor come in uh, last week, and she asked me if she could gift an hour of design service to one of her clients. So once they... Because usually you guys give them gifts, right? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, we, we do in-home consultations. We walk the the job site and get to know them a little bit and then we start planning start space planning or furnishing whatever it is that they need yeah all, all remo's light bulb just turned on 
No, just, the, I mean, <laughs> one thing that we use as far as interior designer is a stager. Yeah. So we use a stager quite often to help um, repurpose the, the space. Exactly. And that, or up, yeah, re upcycle, no, repurpose the space. So um, so that's why I asked yeah. for consulting services. Like yeah, 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 we do that. Although stagers, they're a little bit different because they kind of, which is kind of like that uh, that one bedroom that I was working on that I was telling you. You yep. kind of have to stage it. You have to design it for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it has to yeah. appeal to everybody, yeah. not just one particular style. But yeah, those are things that we do too. So when you when you say fabric, is that fabric just uh, like um, like drapes and and carpets and stuff like that, or, or is it like fabric for custom chairs or custom sofas or? So it's upholstery grade. Okay. And so you can use it for chairs, you can use it for drapes or pillows, sofas, anything. So somebody could come to your store and say, hey, I, I, this is a, a sofa that I like, but I don't necessarily like necessarily like the fabric, want to repolster this. They could come to you, yeah. order the material. Would you guys be able to repolster that for her too or we would send it. We would send it to a workshop. But you can. I mean, essentially yeah. you could say, give us our piece exactly. and we'll take care of it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah we yeah. would. Uh, I mean, we have several upholsters that we work with and that we can recommend if because sometimes customers would rather take it themselves. Correct. Um, and yeah, we would take care of it. Cool. Well, what does yeah. something like that cost? If you maybe don't put you on a spot, but no, it's all it all depends on their budget. So if they want to go ahead with one of the fabric lines that we have, mm -hmm. which are a little bit, I mean, they're fabric cut is one of them, and that's probably one of my favorites because they can have fabric that ranges from. $20 a yard to $400 a yard. But if you're having if you're making one pillow and it's in this, you know, amazing house that you're going to live in the rest of your life and you want to have that a few amazing pillows, then you can get a few yards of, you know, $60 $70 fabric. But if their budget is smaller than that, then we can source other fabric from other vendors. It doesn't have to be that. It just depends on their budget. Yeah, at four hundred. You said four hundred dollars a yard. It's yeah. Oh my god! Like I would, I would measure every inch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, cut no. that inch. It's a tiny pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's the pillow that's just decorative, where you no one touched the pillow. It's in, it's yeah. in the china cabinet, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch <laughs> that pillow. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't like those pillows because those pillows are expensive. <laughs> no, not at my place, at least, or at least not yet. I should say, not yet. Go, yeah. Never say never. Yeah. Maybe at Jesse's house, but not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got those in my house. It, it's the uh, most expensive one on one face and then the least expensive on the other. So I never I never turn them around. <laughs> <laughs> They're just faded. Yeah. On one side. Only for pictures. Only for pictures, huh? That's yeah. when, when people come over, you put those pillows out of the china cabinet. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put them away. Them. <laughs> it's like silverware. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's true, right? Because, I mean, there's people that come into the store, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, the stuff you have there is, is really good. I mean, it's good Thank quality. You. Uh, uh, goods. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's, you're essentially competing with all these big, bigger stores that offer good stuff, mm -hmm. right? Um, I mean, explain, I mean, talk about another product you got out there that's kind of showcasing. Tea towels. Our tea towels are really popular. We have um, a few tea towels that have like cocktail recipes on them. Those are really popular gifts. And then we have a lot of, everybody loves roosters. And that's our logo. But we have a lot of like farm style tea towels that mm -hmm. are pretty unique to our store. And I actually work with the graphic designer to come up with designs that are exclusive to our store. So you're not going to nice. find them anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's a tea towel? A kitchen towel. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I just know beach towel and, and, <laughs> and that's shower a, towel. Like a dish towel. Okay. Like a decorative dish towel. Yeah. So you 
put in your kitchen and nobody. So that's the one that goes on the stove. Exactly. Okay, that. Then nobody touches. No one touches. Exactly. <laughs> don't touch. Like that pillow. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are learning. What, what else do well, you sell that you don't touch? See, these are the single. At one point, there's single guys that uh, obviously <laughs> have shop at like Target and Walmart, Target and Walmart. You get ten pieces for one, like yeah. a buck or something. I don't oh know. no. You guys yeah. need a, you guys need our services, you, right? Yeah, <laughs> but that's what women come in your life, and then all that stuff kind <laughs> of all that changes. But all you that know changes. What? You'd yeah. be surprised. We have a lot of a lot of guys come in and and ask for help with with work and custom things, and that makes yeah. me. It's nice to see that because when I was at the design center, it wasn't like that. It was a lot of um, a lot of women who would come in, so it's nice to see that out here in Whittier. Guys care too. Exactly. Yeah. So Remo's gonna be stopping by after this. He's got to get a tea, tea towel. A tea towel. With the cheese board. Well, realtors like our, our Whittier towel. They like put little oh, baskets right. together. Yeah. yeah so talk about that because I know you have a couple Whittier products. Yes. We have handmade, hand-painted mugs and the tea towels. I think that's that's all we carry for now. But okay. in the future, that I mean, going back to whether or not we manufacture any of our products, in the future we do want to carry things that are going to be Whittier-friendly and more exclusive to, to Whittier. Nice. Now, are those sold strictly at the store? Is there an online store you guys do, or do you sell anything online or through your social media maybe? We don't sell anything online because by the time we can put it up online, it's already sold. So Like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> quick. No, I'm kidding. No, no. It's yeah. just um, because it's just me and my husband right now, it's hard uh-huh. to, to keep track yeah. of both. Yeah. But at some point, we are going to grow the, the website too. But it's there if you guys want to see. We're working on it, so some of our projects will be on the website soon too. There's already a few on there. Cool. Yeah. Well, what else um, What else you got going on? I, I know you're doing some, um, whichever caught my eye, you had all the uh, blueprints. Yes. Um, Those came from, from Joseph, the guy that makes our lamps. Okay. Yeah, he... Um, he was cleaning out a, a warehouse, and they belonged to the the dad. He worked for Santa Fe Springs Street Sweeping Company, mm-hmm. and so they belonged to him. And we brought them in, and we're almost out of them. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love anything that's a blueprint or a map or something that maps something out. Mm-hmm. I'll bring it in. But yeah, we're almost out of those. And how ironic you're here in an architect's office, right? Yes. <laughs> There's blueprints Take everywhere. A yeah. Oh, I love it. I, look, I just want to stick my hands everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Swap you for a lamp. No. Right. <laughs> Actually, that might not be a bad deal. You'd have to talk to Joseph about that. <laughs> yeah. The um we're talking about uh, earlier, we're talking about uh not earlier. Yeah, earlier. We're talking about how you got here. Why Whittier? We live in Whittier. We want to invest in Whittier. Okay. And so we want to, this is where we're laying our roots. And we want business to to flourish the same way we want our, our life, our personal life, and our family life to flourish. Yeah. And Whittier is a beautiful place. So it's, it's nice to be close to home. Was either you or your husband from Whittier or close by? or No, we're from, well, funny story. I think everything comes from my childhood. Um, <laughs> but That's what psychologists say. Right? <laughs> no, we, so I grew up in, in Boyle Heights okay. in L.A. My husband grew up in West L.A. And so my mom, um, my mom never drove. Uh, well, she, she had cancer for a long time. So when she wanted to learn how to drive, she couldn't anymore. Mm. So we were on the bus everywhere. And yeah. little kids, she would take us on the 18 bus. If anybody's familiar with East L.A. Boyle Heights. <laughs> It brings you straight down Whittier. Yeah. And she would bring us to the Whitwood Mall. 
Interesting. Yeah, when it was a mall. Yeah. And that was like like weekend like outings. We would come up here and like you would be the only person in the mall, right? Because <laughs> yes. that mall was dead for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm she just loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Very cool. rest in peace, mall. Yeah. But uh but we would come up here with my sister. And so we I just always remember thinking, I want to move to Whittier one day. And here we are. Wow. Yeah. So when did you guys move uh to Whittier? Right before we got married. We purchased a house when we were engaged. And it was a little bit of a fixer-upper. Worked on it, and then we moved in. Yeah, That's a big commitment. Yeah, we figured, everybody was like, wow, if you can, we planned our wedding, and we fixed our house at the same time. Jeez. Yeah, it was seven days well, a week. Well, went smoother, the wedding or the rent renovation? Both. <laughs> they were. Honestly, he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to he hear He might us. listen. No, nah, he won't listen. No, nah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I might us. take some pointers from you because <laughs> I might be going through both of those <laughs> in your future. The wedding, we had an open bar. So, I mean, how much Can't go smoother wrong. Yeah. can it go? Yeah. yeah. No, and the house, I mean, it was, the house is, we customize it to our own taste. So the house is, we still need to work on the outside. Yeah. But it's in a historic area, so <coughs> that'll come with time. And so, yeah, it was just, I mean, everything just kind of falls into place. They yeah. both went really well, thankfully. Well, because when that's what I told my wife, it's like every time, every time I meet with clients, you know, residential clients, I'm obviously meeting with the husband and wife, and they you get two different people who have two different opinions, and opinions on what they think is important for them, and so I'm kind of like the referee where you know, they ask for my opinion, mm -hmm. and obviously you got to look at the, which one makes sense, which one doesn't make sense, but you got to make sure you say it correctly, right? And uh, and again, it's usually what I hear back from them is like, man, you know, if it wasn't for you or, or going through this, you know, renovation, you know, we might end up getting divorced, you know, because it's kind of like it's they, they go through so much. Um, um, I, I don't want to say headbutting, but essentially, you know, again, somebody likes something, somebody likes something else. Right. Somebody looks at it from a different perspective than the other. And who's right? Conflict. Right. And so. Um, so it's tough. Yeah. I mean, it's tough being, and then, then on a wedding, kind of same thing. I don't know how, how much involved your husband was, but, you know, usually you want the husband to be more involved. And, uh, and sometimes that kind of clicks. I think I'm a little bit of a, a control freak when it comes to things like that. And so I, I planned our wedding. I mean, my husband was there, obviously. Yeah, he yeah. Had a <laughs> he <lot> attended. Of, <laughs> 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 was he like me? Just tell me the day and time yeah. and where. No, tell me what to wear. And what to wear. No, he had, yeah. a really, he had a really big opinion on like location and food. And I'm a tacos and margarita type of girl. Nice. So I would have been happy with that. But yeah. he had... He, he wanted something else, and that's fine. In the end, I'm so thankful that he did because yeah. we had an, it was a nice wedding, in my opinion. I mean, everybody thinks that about their wedding, right? right. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was like, you know what? Just let me plan it. I, I think I like that pressure. And after the wedding, what was next? Well, we opened a store. Same thing with the house. Once the house was done, well, what do we do next? Well, yeah. So what's next? Uh, well, my husband is involved with real estate, so we do at some point want to start developing or purchasing our own homes and flipping. I mean, he has apartments, but that's the next big step. That's the end goal, to design our own. He wants to develop, but I'm happy with flipping. Yeah. 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 And it's, you're right, it's like that back-to-back, uh, -back, you know, um, challenge, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes with the whole creative mind, right? Yeah. 
creative. Um, for me, which I, I'm pretty sure is the same thing with you, it's like you, you have an idea, but you still got to make that idea happen. Got to execute. And so, yeah, so it's always, a, you know, trying to make something with your hands and stuff like that. So, but um, A couple of questions I had about about the store. So what, what are your maybe hours? When are you guys open? Do people make appointments if they're coming in for consultation? I know you talked about the workshop. Consultations, they can walk in, but if they want us to stop, and visit their house, then mm -hmm. they would have to make an appointment. Uh, or we're usually open Tuesday through Saturday. We close on Sundays. Mondays, I'm kind of driving around the city, going to our different job sites or bringing in products because a lot of our vendors are local. So I go to the to the warehouses and pick everything up. But we're open Tuesday through Thursday, 10 to 6, and then Friday and Saturday, 10 to 7. Yeah. Very cool. So on Instagram, I saw that you went live for a space, um, and then you were showing Jesse and I some pictures earlier, mm -hmm. and just kind of how it went from like drab to fab. Drab to fab. <laughs> drab like to that. fab. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> like the bathroom was so gross. It was. It was really gross. It was scary. I don't think I showed everybody the picture on Instagram because I was kind of embarrassed for the bathroom, but oh, um, I wanted to save it for the finale. Oh, right. Nice. Yeah. 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 So I'll I'll, sh I'll share that with everybody tomorrow, on oh. Tuesday. On Tuesday. Oh, so then by the time this episode goes up, you would have you would have already seen it. Yeah. Uh, what's your Instagram again? Little Shed underscore in Uptown. Oh, that's cute. Little Shed in Uptown. Is there a Little Shed somewhere else? There is. No way. You serious? Oh, you mean like a like an actual store? A yeah. Storefront? No, no, we're the only one. I okay. think there's like another little shed in like a, a different state okay but no they wouldn't give us the name if there was yeah, you nice. know there yeah. is a little well when i was doing my research i did find a little shed but like in england and i figured yeah. that was not <laughs> yours it's like yeah. littleshed.com nope that's not yeah. that's well, not her no are you guys from england or i might be i might have like a quarter <laughs> english in me is that how um names of businesses work like it's genetic possibly just, i have no idea kidding. It runs in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> it runs in the blood somehow. Yeah. No, but that's the reason I have to, for the website, that's why I have the uh, in Uptown. It's Uptown. Um, because there's another one somewhere else mm -hmm. that okay. already took the domain name. Mm. Same thing with Instagram. I have to add the in Uptown. Uh, mm. Which actually is kind of good because I think it, it, it kind of really gives you that brand, right? Or, yeah. or location. Yeah, and so. I, I think it's a good thing for Uptown too, for Whittier. Yeah, yeah. Kind mm. of helps put us on the map and yep. it just brings out Whittier even more. That's right. That's yeah. right. So with that that redesign that you were showing Jesse and I and Remo, um, in the kitchen there's like a white tile backsplash. And I was telling you earlier that when I saw that, I completely fell in love with it. And I was just, I wonder, I was just like thinking like, I wonder how long it took Amanda to do that. And then um, you said it was original. So like what what was like your thinking in changing the kitchen but still keeping the tile? How did I do it? Um. Well, well <laughs> what was it? But it was a, a small, t a small like, a like small square tile. tile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, they're rectangle and they're white and they're glossy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it looks so nice. We'll put a picture. We'll put a picture. Yeah. I, I'm in love with that. I'm so sorry to me to put you on the spot. <laughs> I just love that. It's like part of one of my dream. Right. I think I've made that like you know everybody has their dream house. That's like now in my dream kitchen in my head. Nice. <laughs> so I might call you now in you like ten years. A little. Uh -oh, Sorry. Uh -oh. <laughs> no, but that really was actually why I chose everything because I wanted to base it around something that was already staying there because everything else went. 
yeah. mm-hmm. all the colors were going. So I had to bring something in that was going to be very modern and still give that pop, which is why I use that bathroom tile. Mm. And, and it makes sense because uh, um, when you're dealing with the client, mm-hmm. they're usually about like, you know, try to conserve, not conserve, yeah. but they, they want to they wanna make sure that they're getting um, their bang for the buck, right? Yeah. And so sometimes we're like, well, can we, it's like an alternate finish, mm-hmm. but still kind of get the same look. Yeah. And, and I think that becomes one of the reasons why you would keep something, right? Because if it looks good and it works with the space and it works with all the new stuff you're going to bring in, then you've already saved them so much money that then you could reuse on maybe something better. Why get rid of it? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the floors. I mean, those floors look uh, look pretty expensive, the uh, tile floors. Oh, right. Um, so even like tile like that, that you could really, where it really matters, I guess, you know, even though people don't look down as much, it, uh, mm-hmm. when you get a floor like that, then, you know, they definitely look down. Right. <laughs> So, well, you know, you'd be surprised. I always say you have to start with the ceiling and the floor. Yeah. I feel like floors are, you're right, a lot of people don't look down and they kind of neglect it and they forget that if they don't choose the right flooring, I mean, that that's a good way to start your design. And if you forget that, then you kind of, so what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's just a lot harder to put a concept together. Mm-hmm. But if you can start with the floor, then everything just seems to come together. That's usually yeah. how I start at least. Yeah. Yeah, with some, with tile, mm-hmm. whether it's on the wall or on the floor, something yeah. that's going to be a focal point. So when you walk into that small space, because it's so small, as soon as you walk in, you can see that black and white pop, and mm-hmm. then you see that white tile on the on the in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the other uh, finish on the floors was that wood vinyl, which yeah, the vinyl. you know I've I've seen it, I've heard about it, I haven't used it myself, but uh, talk about that. I mean, why 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 that? Well, it's a it's a rental property and same thing like in our store we have the we have the vinyl we don't have laminate we don't have hardwood hardwood it bends and it warps with the with different weather so in a rental property you don't know if they're going to bring in pets or if they're going to have kids Uh, it's probably going to get scratched if you're going to use hardwood it's a big investment Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to end up sanding it again and putting in more money so with vinyl now at least there's a lot of textured vinyl that looks just like hardwood floor, mm-hmm. and it's easy to it's easy to install. It'll last long because usually it comes with a 25 year warranty, so you get I mean it's probably a tenth of the cost. Yeah. So you get the look, and you get the feel for a lot less money. And it goes on fast. And it goes on fast. Yeah. You, there's no need to nail. It's all glue. A lot of them, there's like that snap vinyl. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, even that, we still recommend that you glue it down because that can still come up come and on, yeah. just to keep it more secure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else should you, uh, I saw the cabinets. Did you guys do uh, new cabinets on that too? Uh, was that uh, something you designed and kind of built or? Yeah, we kept the uppers because they were, they were fine. I didn't think there was any need to, to bring them down. And if we brought that down, then there wasn't going to be any backsplash behind it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought that was fine. But the bottom cabinet, I really wanted to do a mid-century style type. Yeah. But um, if you if you guys do a little bit of construction, you know that when you're designing a kitchen cabinet, you have to have access to the, the plumbing underneath the sink. Mm-hmm. So that determines the size of the doors. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to do one, one door, but I couldn't do it because of the because of the Cabinet, sink in yeah. it. and I did a, a farm style sink so nice. it was a lot bigger yeah but I was still able to get that very sleek pine so that was all custom I drew, literally drew that and then sent it over to the carpenter and asked him very to cool. 
asked me to, well, that and, and the owner of the property, we kind of combined our ideas on that. Um, but yeah, I drew it, drew it and sent it to him in a text and I said, can you do this for us? Yeah. Take care of it. And he had it done. So no Ikea cabinets. No Ikea cabinets. That's <laughs> custom made. Yeah. Mean, what, what do you think about Ikea cabinets? Because, you know, recently I, I've, I've been working with a lot of homeowners mm -hmm. and um, uh, a lot of obviously residential contractors. And uh, and I've seen some really nice looking Ikea cabinets. But, but when I say cabinet, it's the actual like structure itself. Mm -hmm. Like the panels, the doors, they change them out, mm -hmm. whether those are custom or, or it's like the high-end line of Ikea. Yeah. Have you, have you or, or I guess, what are your thoughts behind that? I have nothing against Ikea. Yeah. It, it all depends on the person's budget. So if they can, I mean, if they can spend $50,000 and have a custom-made cabinet, yeah. because, you know, custom yeah. solid hardwood work. It'll last you forever. And well, yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. Um, I mean, a, a Custom built-in can run you anywhere from eight to fifteen thousand, depending on who makes it. Correct. So if the person's budget is ten grand, yeah. then you source, and that's what we do. We source yeah. it from everywhere, whether it's IKEA, if, if that if they're okay with it, and it's something that they're going to switch out in five years. Yeah. Then why not? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So I I mean we source from everywhere: Wayfair, Williams Sonoma, IKEA, Target, yeah. whatever's within that person's budget. As long as it looks good and it's yeah. going to last them a good amount of time, then we'll use it. So what's your uh, number one site to go and get some uh, good good items? Not There's not one particular site. Yeah. We go with, it, again, it depends on their budget. So we'll go on Wayfair. Um, if it's something that's going to be custom-made, we go straight to the to the builders. Okay. But we do everything. We okay. kind of just do a search and see where it takes us. We have accounts with a lot of, a lot of people, Wayfair and all their partners. So mm -hmm. um, some West, William Sonoma, West Mountain. And uh, I think it's called Moss and Joss or something, something like that. It's one of Wayfair's partners. Yeah. So we we kind of look through all of them, builders.com, and then we just pull up pictures, inspiration images, and start from there with our customers. Start eliminating things. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but we I mean we can go anywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of the, of the internet. Yeah. Um, do you have a number one piece that you like at either at home or your store that you? Uh, you say, uh, I've been looking for this piece forever and I finally found it? No, I fall in love with everything. All right. Yeah, that's right. That's, see, that's, and I was talking to this with, uh, I was talking about this with one of my clients. The thing about being in design is that you see things constantly changing. Mm -hmm. So you fall in love with different styles. Correct. So there isn't like that one thing that, that I've just been looking for my whole life because I like, I like a little bit of this style, a little bit of that. Yeah. But, not one thing in particular. I love our shelves, though, in store. Yeah, which we made handmade. <laughs> no, describe them if they haven't if they haven't visited the store yet. Describe oh, right. your shelves. So they're uh, they're Douglas fir, and they're about two feet wide, and they're all hand scraped. My husband and I hand scraped them. Nice. We had them sent to one of the shops that we work with out in out in the valley, and sent them to us raw. We found the wood. We had to source the reclaimed wood that came from like a hundred year old house. So the tree was probably another 150 to 200 years old. Sourced the wood from a guy that demolished things, went all over the country, pulled things out of the rubble, and then would either keep them for himself or save or sell them. Mm -hmm. And then we sent them to the shop, and my husband and I, right before we opened the store, were hand scraping each one of them. <laughs> with love. With love. So they were all made with love. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, and, and they're held by uh, by Brax. So it's a free-floating 
shelf, right? Yeah. yeah. But they're because they're so heavy, the brackets are titanium. So they hold about a thousand pounds. Whoa. Yeah. It's like lay on one of those things. We, yeah. It, it can hold a few people on there, I hope. <laughs> that was let's a not plan. find out. <laughs> I know. So tell Remo, let's jump on a Remo. Right. But um Yeah, so 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 typically, you know, I again working with interior designers that they're usually that's kinda what you kinda hear is like, man, I've been looking for this piece and finally found it and so they sometimes end up keeping it for themselves or, or uh or uh buying two, right? All the time. And so and again you're right, it's one of those things where you, you uh it's that peace for that moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's constantly evolving. You know, but I will say this. Furniture, though, like chairs and sofas, if you get a good quality chair and a good quality sofa, I mean, I that's something you can reupholster. Yeah. So that's true. Like, we have two really nice, good quality chairs yeah. that we can just, if we ever want to switch up our style, yeah. we'll just reupholster them. Yeah. Or same thing with, like, the, the Eames chairs, mm-hmm. which we actually used to stage. Mm-hmm. Those actually belong to my family oh, okay so i mean those are things that I, my my brother and i got them maybe like six years ago okay so we'll never let go of things like that nice. yeah so just like classic pieces that are yeah. like collector's items those are things that we we hold on to yeah yeah so is your living room right now uh chairless no or <laughs> so those were at my mom's house actually oh really yeah okay um my brother my oldest brother he started collecting furniture like 20 years ago Wow, mid-century furniture. Is he in this, is he a designer or is he where he just loves uh, essentially a nice furniture? A, a hobby, yeah, hobby. yeah, not a designer, but he followed a lot of you know he would have like the the really big nice books. I mean, I, twenty years ago I was let's not age myself, yeah. but I was <laughs> a lot younger. <laughs> there you go. But uh, but yeah, he had all the really nice the architectural books, yeah. the furniture from from the sixties and the fifties. And I was just having this conversation with him yesterday, and he, you know, he would put up like, like textiles on the wall, and I would look at him like, what, what is he doing? I'm yeah. never gonna do this in my life. And now I find myself mirroring or mimicking the things that he was doing then. Interesting. Yeah, like the chairs. I yeah. mean, who would have, who would have thought? He kept telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, let's let's get these chairs. I promise they're gonna hold their value. Yeah. And they're Eames. I don't know if you guys know yeah. about that type of furniture, but the designer is is really famous, and it's all. If you look, if you see like those peekaboo tables or there's like other fiberglass type of chairs, mm-hmm. they're collectibles. Yeah, yeah. So, and then here I am using them. Right. Yeah. So, so is that where you think, or, or where's your inspiration come from in terms of like designing? Like, is My inspiration? You mean to be in that field? Or, or yeah, like wh- where, do, where does it come from? Like what sparked it? Because it wasn't well, your brother, was it? No, no, no. So when I was in college... I um, I knew, well, I got a job at the Pacific Design Center. Okay. But I my my degree is in criminal justice. Okay. And so I was just exposed to That's it. That's interesting. At a really young age. Yeah. yeah I was nineteen. Uh huh. So I was there. Okay. Now I'm, now you guys are gonna know how old I am. I was there for <laughs> ten years. <laughs> so it's just I fell in love with it, and you know that when you start at su- such a young age, you're yeah. exposed to everything. And the yeah. design center, if, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but it's the Mecca of design. Yeah. It's out in West Hollywood. There's three giant buildings. If you guys ever get a chance to visit it, please do. There's just a lot of art, and it's just, I mean, they're... It's like a mall for for, uh, for interior designers, artists, yeah. architects, yeah. or anybody who wants to uh, essentially uh, 
uh, fit out their whole house or their yeah. office. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or at least get inspiration because the pieces are correct expensive for one, and yeah. they're to the trade only, so it's not open to the public. But that's really where it started. It started out as just a part-time college, get-through-college job. That was they, they worked on all my schedule, and then I just never left. Interesting. <laughs> and then I, I mean, what was next from there? It open up our own business. Yeah. And do that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so criminal justice. I mean, where was that? Where did that come from? Is it? Do you have See, some? Well, that's a funny story. I guess my brother has a lot of. He plays a big role in my life. A lot of influence. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he. Um, I feel like when I was younger, he wanted to be a lawyer. He wanted to go to law school. Uh So that was always in my head. And I think as kids, you know, you always want to be a doctor or a lawyer or an architect. And I always wanted to be either a doctor or a lawyer. So when I got into school, I majored in in microbiology. And then I realized that there was a lot of math. (laughs) And so I switched real quick. I switched real quick to criminal justice. And I thought, okay, well, I can get into law enforcement and then just work my work way up way from there, yeah. yeah. But once I got older and I had a, I'm married now, I just, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Okay. So, but initially it came from my family, my brother. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's nice. just always in my, always in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Subconsciously, yeah. <laughs> right. And where did you go? Cal State LA. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cal State. Yeah, go Eagles. <laughs> so, so you were saying uh, earlier you have um, workshops that you guys yeah hopefully plan on doing do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so we're gonna have a design workshop and it's just gonna teach everybody how to create their own mood board number one question how do I put a room together how do you do it how do you what's your inspiration so that'll be one and then we're gonna be putting uh, another one's gonna be a cubby workshop so you come in and you build your you have to purchase a ticket for that because there's a kit that has to be purchased for it and so you build your own cubby it'll include mimosas unlimited mimosas and it, it'll be in the morning, so there'll be a brunch. For every workshop, there'll be either brunch or, like, some sort of, like, dinner type of... And liquor or and alcohol. All the time, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't been in store, we have a huge wine accessory section mm-hmm. because I love wine. So, so going back... Where do you think the creativeness comes from, man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe. So uh, you said a cubby. Yeah. What's a cubby? <laughs> it's like a storage unit, a small okay. storage unit, yeah. And then a mood board? A mood board. What's a mood board? So a mood board, <laughs> it's basically something that you use to tie your ideas together. So different okay. inspirations, color palettes. It's just an inspiration board. Got it. So um, people do those all the time, right? Or not, I, I see people doing them. Or I see them on Facebook or in the beginning of the year, people do these boards. And it, so that's it's the same. Okay. okay. Similar, similar to that, but it uh, applies to design. Vision board. That's what people call yeah. The vision board. Okay. Which is different, but yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so you can tell I don't do vision board. But it looks like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's something, so so people already do it. Like it's, uh, mm-hmm. they do it to a certain extent, right? They, exactly. they with the Pinterest and, um, uh, what's the other one? Um, house. House. Um, you get to kind of pin images that you like, and it essentially kind of creates a, a board for you. But this one is more interactive with somebody who could give you a actual feedback yeah. about what you might like, what you might not like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I mean, that's that's a great idea. I mean, just to be able to kind of um, 
obviously bring people to the store, yeah. but also guide them through that process so they they themselves could eventually kind of expand on it. So yeah. it'll give them the, give them the tools to trust yeah. their own their own instincts, their own Correct. ideas because a lot of people don't, and it's all it's in everybody. Everybody's creative. Yeah. Plus, you're able to kind of walk them through also like like uh, kind of like like fashion. You know, they're in in design or interior design. There's uh, trends, yeah. right? And depending on the season or mm-hmm. or time of time of month or whatever, you know, there's there's trends that your people are following. Yeah. Um, so it's always good to kind of hear from an expert or somebody who's involved in that more. Yeah. Uh, kind of what's going on. So. Yeah. So let us know. Let us know when that comes up. Yeah, we and will. And then we'll for make sure. announcement on it. Thank you. Yeah, sharing is caring. Yeah. I'll be there because of mimosas. And this is the first time I'll ever do a mood board. So I'll, be at, your, I'll be at your place to, <laughs> to do a, a mood board. Deal. <laughs> so so uh, I see in the notes that we have, uh, you renovated a 100-year-old house? Our house. <laughs> oh, is that your house? Okay, yeah, nice. that's our house. Yeah, what, what year was it built? 1923, but it was recorded in 1928. Wow. Yeah, so it's about 100 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's did you renovate it to that time, or did you turn it modern, and or you don't want to disclose? No, well, <laughs> you know kidding. what? Um, I would have if uh. everything was original in the house. Everything was taken out of it, so we could only we tr- we restored the floor, and the floor was underneath maybe eight layers of other flooring. Wow! wow. So we restored the floor on uh, our stairway and in our upstairs. The bottom had just too many holes to be restored, but we brought in hardwood that matched it mm-hmm. um, and then the bathroom upstairs was restored not restored but designed truer to its time period to its style now did you go through is the house actual historic home did it's in the historic area we're considering actually going through the mills yeah, yeah. Wow. I I as advise against it <laughs> if you're thinking of doing a lot of work on it mm-hmm. I'd say I, I, I trust obviously I trust your, your eye and, you mm-hmm. know I know you want to keep things original and, and whatever you do you want to replace it as as it would have before exactly. <clears throat> but but I, if you once you make it historical it, it'll be very very difficult There's to no change it yeah. yes yeah. Um, and on top of that aside from renovations mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you got to do with with this with the whole registration of yep. it and so yeah, yeah. Pros and cons. Yeah, I, yes. I have a, I have a historical place <laughs> yeah. in that area, and it's 1906. Oh and I looked into the Mills Act, and as soon as I looked in it and and saw what the costs were for certain things, I was like, yeah, yeah never mind. <laughs> 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 Changing an outlet's three hundred dollars. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Even though you get the credit back for right. your taxes and this right. and that, right. it's just, um, yeah, like Jesse said, once you go down that path, um, now they know what's inside your house. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not not. I mean, I. I it's a good idea, right? Because yeah. it kind of keeps people who essentially don't want to do that uh, in line, right? Yeah. Because yeah. um, you want, I mean, we want to preserve architecture, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. especially if it was well built and well designed. But at the same time, it kind of hinders when you're when you you have that creativeness and you know what it means to restore. Right. Because uh, then you just got to go through all that red tape. So. Right. Right. Well. Hopefully, nobody from the city is listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm not disclosing my address. <laughs> my name is Remo. <laughs> I live. <No. laughs> I live in Compton. Come down. <laughs> Come find me there. Yeah. No, no, I'm just kidding. I so, so what? Uh, so you mentioned you, you and your hubby are, are uh, owners of the little shed. Yeah. 
Um, how involved is your, or I guess what, what, um, who is he, the little or the shed? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He's the mister. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's the mister shed. Yeah, he's big shed, Jesse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big fish. He's my boss. Um, no, he's as, he's as much involved as I am, but he's he has a different career. He's in the medical field. But, I mean, he works just as much as I do, if not more. Yeah. But he's the backbone of it, really, and really the reason why I'm even there, yeah. because he supports my every idea. It can be as crazy... Uh, it can be a crazy idea, and he'll still support it, and <laughs> I love him for that. But, but yeah, he's just—he's just—it's hard to catch him. Yeah. He's here on Saturdays. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Shed. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Senor Shed. Yeah. Actually, that's not bad on Senor. Senor. I'm already screwing it up, man. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Shed. <laughs> that's too much coffee for you, dude. I know, man. Sorry. Too much heat. Too much heat. You need a mood board to get you back in. in that's line. right, man. That's right. Um, so, uh, we mentioned events. How, how can they, uh, reach, reach you guys? Uh, if you could tell us your Instagram, your yeah. Facebook address, actually, cause I don't think we've mentioned the address yet. So Instagram, Instagram and email is probably the best way to reach us or walking into the store. Our Instagram is little shed underscore in uptown and our email address. If you don't go, if you go on our website, you can email us directly through there. Or if you want to send us a direct email, then it's little shed. EST2015 established in 2015 at oh, gmail.com. Okay. And our awesome producer will put it in the notes so it'll be easy to to, to track it down. Yeah. Now, what's the, the physical address as well? 6742 Bright Avenue. We're right next to Chase. In Across the street from Vintage Cafe? Yes. Next door to the Lily Reading Academy. <laughs> Shout out to Melissa Pina. Yeah. Right, now, next, right next to flight. You're right essentially right next to flight. Yeah. Now I understand why you like wine. Oh. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's our best friend. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. That's right. That's right. So um, to all our listeners, is there any anything you want to offer for these guys if they come in and say they heard you on the podcast? Yeah. If you guys are listening, which I hope you all are, just stop in and say you heard me on the podcast and I'll give That'll give you 15% off your total sale. Jesse, let's oh. go right now. <laughs> yeah. Now I come for a $400 pillow, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can with, with what you charge. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's awesome. So you heard it here. If you uh, you stop by the little shed and mention you heard us on the podcast, a man will take care of you. I got you. Awesome. Perfect. Yes. Well, again, thank you for uh, coming on. No, thank you, guys. And uh, all of you. We, uh, we look forward to all the events you'll be bringing on thank this year. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, again, let us know so we could announce it. For sure. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for everything you do and for doing this. It's fun. Yeah. It's nice to highlight everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah, this is actually now that you brought that up. This I enjoy this probably more than the guests. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to interview all the local businesses. Are you kidding me? This is like the best job ever. <laughs> if it was paid, but. It <laughs> best free job. Yeah, best free job. <laughs> Jesse usually has coffee or beer, so he pays. There you go. That way. I, and I man. do. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, you're a good man. All right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. All right, bye. Hey guys, producer Christine here. I just want to let you know that we have so much talent in our little town of Whittier, so we are going to start featuring local bands and artists at the end of the show. If you are a part of a local band, are an artist yourself, or even know any local musicians, 
feel free to reach out to us at what's up with your pod at gmail.com with an mp3 and links to your soundcloud website or any social media that you have this week we have scarlet and the fever with night rhythm this song is an oldie of theirs but it's my favorite so be sure to check out their new album soul ready and we'll have all of their information in the description all right guys enjoy